Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Mickey Mouse is about to do more to help cure COVID than the outgoing president has done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's probably smarter, Mickey Mouse. Anyhow, uh, Disneyland in California is still closed uh, for now. But they're going to be opening it very soon as a massive vaccination site. Wow. Yeah, so good on them for doing that. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department Super Spreader Task Force. That's a thing, I guess. They busted a major swingers party being held in a warehouse over the weekend. (laughs) They said there were a few hundred middle-aged people there all getting nailed over skids and (laughs) warehouse racking. Nothing says loving. <laughs> like warehouse loving. That's right. Honey, <laughs> a cardboard box. <laughs> the uh, Consumers Electronics Show is going on right now. And there's lots of pandemic-related inventions there, including a phone with a built-in N95 filter, contact-free sink faucets, and a safe to keep packages secure from porch pirates. I've seen people uh, put things like that. Just put like a box that they've got, a lock box on right. their porch. Yeah. Now, but they, when you got so many packages arriving uh, that you can, I guess, uh, lock them up. It seems like it'd be a lot of effort for the drivers who are constantly mm-hmm. ripping around delivering packages that they'd have to, would they have to open up this lock box and lock it again? Pain, yeah, for sure. A guy in England uh, broke quarantine rules by going 14 miles from his home to play Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't obviously going 14 miles away from home to get laid. (laughs) He admitted to the cops he had driven to a different town to look for new characters. He was fined 275 bucks. Really? Probably has to go to his mom and borrow the money to pay the fine. Interesting, though, because that... It is one of these things that people are saying with uh, with our new stay-at-home orders, mm-hmm. right? We're allowed to go outside for essential trips and to go outside to exercise. So would be pl- playing Pokemon Go would yeah. would be exercising outside. Oh, this, so does that, you know, yeah. and, I, I, you know, I blame the government for the way that they announced all of this. They should have been clearer on it to begin with. Uh, and now, you know, they're trying to be clear and just say, listen, stay at home. You know, if, if it, you can do a self-assessment and, and say, is this really an essential trip? Do I need to be doing this? Uh, and if you can't say that, then stay at home. Won't but, work though. Most but it hasn't will, happened yet. No, and most people will always come up with some excuse as to why they need that thing, whatever it is they have to go buy. And the problem too, in closing the whole province down, you know, when you read the the online thing as to what's going on and why they're doing it, they say everybody's situation is different, and this. And, well, every town's situation is different, mm. and I still believe that if you're living in Pickle Lake or wherever the hell you are, and you got no box stores near you, and you, you can't can't do curbside pickup because maybe you don't drive, you're a senior, whatever. I mean, every everybody is different. And if there's no big numbers up there, why do they got to suffer? Uh, it, it's it really, they've dropped the ball so badly on this. And I said from the beginning, I don't want the job. I'd probably drop the ball just as bad. But you can't have all this time. I expect mistakes early on. Sure, we all figure things out as we go. But to be this deep into it and for them to still be going around in circles the way they do. Yeah. I like listen. I understand that uh, that 
you know, that some things develop, the science develops on it. And so I, I don't buy that argument that people make. Well, they said masks weren't needed mm. originally, and now they are. Well, listen, things, that's the science of it. Mm-hmm. And as they learn more, it grows. But there's some things that, yeah, you could sit back armchair and say, yeah, if you close all the stores in Toronto, then people are going to drive, you know, five minutes outside mm. of Toronto in order to go to the stores. And so you can't be shocked now that the numbers were higher in Durham, and uh, in Newmarket, mm. in, in areas in Halton, outside of uh, of the GTA core, over the Christmas holidays, over that time before you locked it down, they're saying like Pickering and Oshawa had record visits mm-hmm. by people from Toronto. Well, yeah, I think everyone saw that coming. Somehow, yep. you know, the leaders in charge didn't. Uh, and I and I still just go back to and I haven't spoken to anybody about this when we you know because we live in our bubble the GTA bubble and so we need things to be the way we want them to be but let's talk to a guy and a family in Espanola mm. let's see how they're doing and how they can't leave or do anything or the guy can't open his little restaurant because we can't pull our act together well and it's interesting because you use the word bubble and I still hear people saying that well you know we're only getting together with our bubble the bubble now doesn't exist anymore. Mm. It's supposed to be just your your house yeah. Yeah. is the bubble. But, you know, somehow that message got lost. Yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, listen, we're not all saints. We've, we've all done things through this that we shouldn't do because it just was convenient for us. And we, you know, came up with a way to, to, uh, to convince ourselves that it was fine. You know, we can preach. And it's, you know, not to the extent of going to my Miami condo for Christmas, but... I've seen people outside of my home. My son's had his girlfriend over. He's been to her house. You know, we're not all innocent. You've probably done things you shouldn't have done. And, and, and so it's, it's tough to stand on the pulpit and preach mm-hmm. when we all know we're a little guilty of something. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, John Tory said that in his comments. He yeah. said, you know, that we, uh, we rationalize it mm. with ourselves very simply. It's like, you know, I haven't seen anybody mm. well, like, except yeah. you know, a couple of family members here and there. But that's that's seeing other people. And the woman at the rub and tug. Right. That doesn't count, though, does it? <laughs> <laughs> She's so, been in, totally clean. She's been in my bubble for years. <laughs> um, a man in Arizona went into a souvenir shop, and the owner pulled a gun on him because he was wearing a mask. Okay. The store has a no-mask policy because, as we know... The virus was a weapon used by the Democrats to steal the election. Of course. Cops are investigating. And uh, finally, there's been a rise in the number of women freezing their eggs during this pandemic. Okay. And that's a bit of a surprise, it is said, because fertility clinics were expecting numbers to go down as people were avoiding doctor's offices. But more women are going and freezing them. Maybe they're figuring, who knows how long this pandemic's going to last. I can't get me some loving and make a baby. Yeah. So I'll freeze them and wait for this thing to be over. Or- and- Sadly, maybe it's that, you know, I don't want to bring a baby into the middle of this. Right, yeah. So uh, let's freeze them now and in a couple of years when we're all clear. And get to that warehouse party. time. And make a baby. Many of us set uh, New Year's resolutions. And a lot of the times, like, I'm going to give up smoking. I'm going to lose a ton of weight. I'm going to exercise. It's all things that puts a lot of pressure on you to to hang with. So uh, there has been an aim to set smaller goals, things that are... You know, easier to uh, attain, uh, and so <laughs> we are so coddled. Mm. <laughs> Our New Year's resolutions—we got to make them easier. Yeah, now. of like, course. My resolution is—I don't know—get out of bed every day, <laughs> have one bowel movement. Right. Today. Well, I mean, the idea of saying I'm going to drop fifty pounds, or I'm going to give up the darts, or I'm going to quit drinking—it's—it's 
to do, first of all, you should never announce that stuff anyhow. Right. And you should never say, "I'm go- this is what I'm doing, it's a done deal. You take January 1st, and if you don't drink or you don't smoke, that's a good start. And then you see how you do on the second. That's why we make generalizations, though. I'm going to improve my health. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That could include quitting drinking and smoking or just, you know, having a salad every now and then. Yeah. So little things, micro goals that are called. Things like eat less, take out, or fast food. Maintain your weight. So if you're, you know, at a reasonable weight, then Mm -hmm. just try to stick with that. Eat, eat better food for lunch, drink more water, take vitamins, get outside more. These are all pretty bar low type things. Right. Meditate for a few minutes every day. Prep some meals in advance. Swap healthier ingredients into food. Walk or bike places instead of driving. Now, even that one's tough because I've committed to that and I never did it. Well, I was going to say the problem may occur that if you set them to to such a low bar and still fail at them, mm. what does that say? <laughs> Maybe you try and aim high and if you fail, it's not so bad. Things like I'm going to sit up on the couch rather than lie down. <laughs> These are the type of things I set for me. <laughs> Through all of this uh, Trump impeachment I heard a fact yesterday just thought was shocking because of the violence at Capitol Hill. Uh, there are now more military uh, in the uh, halls of Congress in case there's another mob that tries to uh, interrupt. There are more troops in there than all of Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria. Wow. That's, that's America right now. Um, uh, pictures coming out yesterday of them, uh, the, the National Guard, and they're literally just like lying, napping on the floor. Yeah. Because, you know, everything's really gated. There's not much to do right now. That's right, yeah. But the, and there's nowhere for them to go. They're literally just sleeping on the floor there. And this is also an interesting little fun fact. In America's 245-year history, there have only been four presidential impeachments. Andrew Johnson, Bill Clinton, and now, of course, Donald Trump twice, which means the 45th president, President Grifter, accounts for half of the country's impeachments. He's setting some <laughs> records. He is. And, and really, there's, you know, there won't be tweets from him now, but historical tweets... Uh, from Trump, they they never age well. Mm. Uh, and there's one from Trump Jr. Uh, Don who uh, who had posted like in 2016 to the Clintons mm. that there's nothing worse than being impeached. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you know what's deplorable is being impeached. There are only 72 documented cases of identical quadruplets ever, ever, ever. Wow, yeah, not many. It's, not, it's a rare thing, I guess. Uh, approximately 2% of people have a gene that makes it so their armpits don't smell, even without deodorant. I'm not in that group. No. <laughs> That'd be a good gene. Creeps up on you, the armpit smell, too. If you haven't showered in a day or two because you've been doing stuff, working around the house, uh, outside, and all of a sudden you kind of catch a whiff of yourself. Right. And you say, whoo daddy needs a shower. Interesting, though, because you can really smell it on other people. Yeah. Like, it's like you know your own brand. You walk into a room. And, and, you're, and you're okay with it. Mm, and yeah. then you smell it on other people. You go, wow, what are they thinking? And then every now and then you're right. You'll catch a whiff of your, whiff of your own. And you think, oh, man. <laughs> I'm ripe. Or when someone comes in in the summertime with the bad feet. Right. Catch a whiff of that quick. I mean, so, it, well, as we were saying earlier, I wonder if this is the end of of wearing shoes in the house. But one of the reasons people allow others to wear shoes in the house is because they don't want to see others bare feet. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, every now and then you'll you'll sit down in the summertime, especially if you've wore a closed uh, toe shoe, and you'll you'll get in the house, kick the shoes off, you'll go sit down on the couch or something, and then that smell will just rise up. <laughs> you go, Did someone open a bag of Doritos? That's not good. Oh wait, um, the first speeding ticket was given out in 1899 in Manhattan. <laughs> To a cab driver who was going a blazing 12 miles an hour <laughs> in an 8-mile-an-hour zone. I don't know how much the ticket was for. Five bucks. Yeah. It was probably like That'd a, be a like lot, a actually, then, yeah. In the 1800s. That's a, that's a yearly salary. Like a penny or something. The oldest cat in history lived to, to be 38 years and three days old. Oh. It's the equivalent of 169 in human years. It died in 05. 38 years? Crazy, right? How much would you want that thing to die? Like You've been trying out all nine lives at one point. Probably outlived its owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to be adopted by the kids. Uh, when a mosquito bites you, it needs to clear room in its body for the blood so it pees on you. Really? Yeah. Well, how do we not feel that in time would, right? to uh, to get it? Like they don't insult us enough by jumping on us and taking our blood. They got to pee on us as right. well. Right, true. The surface area of the five Great Lakes combined is roughly the same size as the entire United Kingdom. Hmm. In the 1700s and 1800s, squirrels were popular pets. <laughs> <laughs> Furry rats running around. I find it hard to entertain a puppy. Imagine entertaining a squirrel. Right. Just throwing nuts around the house. Although I guess I guess it's possible because I've seen with chipmunks, people in the summer, especially during COVID and everybody was home, they, they were feeding the chipmunks out of their hands. Yeah, so the I kids guess were doing can, that. I guess you can get a squirrel to come around and be your friend. Sure, but in, in the house, though? Mm. I mean, you think cats are going to gnaw your eyes out? <laughs> no. Would you trust the squirrel? No. Well, I guess if you got it in a cage. Maybe. Or we had like a... Not a chipmunk, a, uh, like a little... A hamster? Yeah, something like a hamster. It might have been a rat. What do I know? But uh, you know, yeah, I never really trusted those things. I, I'm always, they're always nipping at you, and they're never really happy. We had a rabbit once, too. The same thing. Every time you went to feed it, the thing would try to bite your hand off. Every now and then you get the rabbits with the real red eyes, too. Evil. Really evil looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of rats, though, there's a really a rat infestation problem across the gta now oh, yeah we've heard a bit of it in toronto and now uh i've heard of it in south oshawa whitby having a problem even into curtis yeah. I mean, that is just yeah i mean mice are one thing to have them in the house uh and and you can put some traps or you put up the little uh poison things or whatever and they they just go off and die on their own mm. but a rat well the rats are moving out to places like curtis and such because they can't afford downtown <laughs> <laughs> It's too expensive for them. <laughs> the rat's packing his bags, and he's like, well, we're going out to Bowmanville now. Cause Here, get, on, get on the train. That's right. That's right. We're sitting there on the go train. Can't afford this. Uh, if you're going bald, we've got the solution for you. Castration. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you have your testes removed before you start going bald, you won't lose your hair. But if you if you do that before you're going bald, then you wouldn't know you were going bald. True. So is this like just preemptive? You're just going to lob them off so you don't go bald? 
I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's got to suck when you don't need a haircut, but you still have to manscape. <laughs> if you get them removed after you start losing your hair, you won't grow back what you lost. No, nope, bald is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. I'd be fine with bald in that scenario. <laughs> Although, the, the other option is chopping stuff off. At this stage, I don't need them anymore anyhow, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You either lose what you got up top or you lose what you got down below. A little situation uh, out front of our place uh, yesterday. It was garbage day in my neighborhood. And uh, so the garbage trucks were around really early. It's it's odd. It's it's all very uh, random with the uh, garbage pickup in my neighborhood, where sometimes it happens before I even get home in the morning. And sometimes it doesn't happen until about 4 or 5 in the afternoon. Mm. Anyhow, I get home yesterday, and I notice right in front of our house on the street a big pile of garbage. I guess it fell off the truck or something. Okay. So now, every time I look out my front window, it's just this big, gross strew of stuff. Seems par for the course for a Venn neighborhood. Yeah, well, we we do bring the real estate values down. <laughs> I'm like, this had to happen in front of my house? There's a thousand other homes around here. So, like, like the bag had split open, too? I guess so, and there's all sorts. And it looks to be, I don't know what fell off the truck, but it looks to be a mix of food items and other assorted stuff, which isn't uh, right either because you're supposed to have all that stuff separated. Right. Know? But anyhow, I'm like, well, I'm not scraping it all up. Like, what the, how the hell, who, how's And then I'm like, now I'm, I'm praying for a snowstorm because then the plow will come and just take it all away. <laughs> Make it somebody else's problem. Anyway. Boy, to, to drive a garbage truck, you must have either no sense of smell it's gotta be a gross or an gag. incredible gag reflex. You just get used to it, I guess. Yeah, you know, you, the, the green uh, bin for your uh, food stuff mm-hmm. is so gross. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even the one we have in the house, I have to constantly bleach and clean just because it gets pretty uh, grimy pretty quick. But that green one is really gross. And to think that, and especially in the dead of summer, when it's hot and they're they're flipping those things, yeah, you could probably just see the fumes coming off the oh, top yeah. of it as you're driving yeah. by. I was uh, until we moved uh, to Oshawa, I had never had the green bin experience. When we were in Windsor, it was still everything. It's probably changed there now, but at that stage, everything was still going into the garbage bags, food and everything. And uh, so when I first got here, I was kind of grossed out by the whole idea mm. of having that thing in the kitchen and under the sink all the time. But I got to admit, it really is a, a good thing when it comes to the summertime and your garage and garbage. Because when all the food and everything was mixed into your standard garbage bags, it got pretty rank out there. And the maggots were a bit of an issue. Yes. Yeah, those were gross. Oh, you wouldn't notice them right away necessarily. You ever go to open the bag to throw something in and then you're like, why is the whole bag moving? Right. And the flies. Yeah. Come with it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, and on top of all of that, too, there, there was always that kind of um, seedy walk to the end of the driveway. One, hoping your bag didn't split open. Right. And two, putting it down there going, is something going to get into this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, that happened a lot. And they still have, you know, some serious issues. Well, raccoons in the city. Mm. Uh, but also rats have been an issue. We talked about our story with... Uh, your episode with our mechanic, right. Jeff, and finding a rat in a car. Right. But I guess this really has been a thing through South Oshawa and North Oshawa parts of it. Really? Uh, Curtis Whitby as well, seeing 
a bit of a rat infestation. Well, what you ha- get when when uh, development happens, and you just look north of Oshawa, certainly up towards uh, Winchester and all of that, and all the uh, all the buildings and stores and condos that have been built up in that area north of the college. As those fields and everything gets turned over, the wildlife has to go somewhere. Mm. Now, I don't know if they're necessarily coming from there, but uh, as things get built and fields and and, uh, and open areas get uh, lost, the, the wildlife starts to scatter and ends up in your driveway. But Okay, mice are one thing. And, and, you know, almost everyone... Yeah, every house has ...has one. got them. I remember talking with uh, uh, our buddy Alan at Tradescope mm-hmm. Electrical so, because they were doing some work, uh, talking about doing some work at our house and going up into the attic. And I was like, wow, well, if you're up there, you mind taking a couple of uh, little mouse traps mm. and put it? He's like, yeah, we do it all the time. He, mm. he said, I said, I don't know if they're up there. He said, well, you'd be the only house that <laughs> we wouldn't see. Every house... Yeah, has them. <laughs> ...has them. Yeah, mice is one thing. Rats... That's a whole other level of gross. And when they're, you know, the size of squirrels. Yeah, we had, uh, and I might have told you this story, in our house in Windsor, in the kitchen, there was, uh, we had a strip of these fluorescent lights, like just like we have in here. Yeah. California ceiling is whatever they used to call it at one time. And it, yeah, it's just that plexiglass offices to, to try to describe it. You know what I mean? The fluorescent tubes the, under a... The drop ceiling. I guess so, yeah. And we had this one strip uh, that divided the kitchen and the dining area. And uh, so Maria would look up at it every now and then and she'd go, that looks like mouse droppings up in there. Because you could just see it yeah. sitting on the, on, the, on the plexiglass or whatever that, that plastic uh, screen is. And I go, I, I don't know. I don't think so. That's it's just dirt, I think. And she goes, no, no, that doesn't look, that doesn't look right. So uh, we went out and bought a couple of mouse traps, And we put them in the kitchen. I put one on the counter. I put one on the floor. And I wake up the next morning. And uh, I look into the kitchen because you got to come in and around the corner. And I see that where the mouse trap had been, uh, it was gone. I'm like, well, where the hell is it? And then I come around the corner. And there is a dead, and I, it was, it looked like almost a rat to me. It was so big. Good. Dead on the counter. And you're like, oh, it's been up where the food is and everything. <laughs> so, so we kill it, we get rid of it. And then we take down that plexiglass uh, piece to, to clean it out and everything. And I'm looking up there to find out how the hell it got in and out of that little thing where the fluorescent light was. And there literally was one little, like, hole that couldn't have been larger than a quarter. Yeah. Just up in the... And it's amazing how they can shrink themselves down. Oh, yeah. And squeeze in and out of things. And that's, I guess, where he was... He was that was his little way to get around. Uh-huh. I don't know how he found his way down from there to the counter, but he did. And they do. They're resourceful. Yeah, they are. They're horrible, horrible things. Hmm. They probably think the same of us. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.